What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Around the League podcast. Uh, we're finally back. I'm Ryan. I'm Jake. Uh, we're back. We're better than ever. I think it's been about six, seven months now since our last episode. Uh, but after you know, figuring out some stuff and figuring out busy schedules, uh, like I said, we're back. And not only are we back on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, uh, we have video format now. If you're watching this through YouTube uh, at our Around the League YouTube channel, um, something that we've been wanting to do for a while now. Uh, Jake, you can kind of tell them a little bit more about, you know, things we're going to be doing and uh, just being, you know, more active and getting back to our once a week podcast. Yeah, well, first off, Ryan and I are like super excited to be back. Um, we haven't done a podcast since I think the Australia U.S. times where the United States was getting uh, blown out in the Olympics <laughs> and then they were able to win the title. So. Uh, it's been a pretty long time. We're pretty excited to be back. Uh, a couple things would be, one, we're going to have a rotating group of co-hosts. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, it's not just going to be Ryan and I full-time. There's going to be other people coming in here. So we'll get not only should be getting uh, uploaded the podcast every single week, but also like uh, we'll have a – a varying group of perspectives each and every week. So, that's and also, and also with that, Jake and I will be on every podcast. One of us will. It's just there'll be a, you know two of our friends. Actually, our last episode, I think, or one or one of our last episodes was with them. Chris and Brandon. Uh, they came on to do a role player draft. I was looking back because I knew that they were on uh, that. So um, that they'll be helping us out. Uh, I'll I'll be mostly on. I know Jake. You'll be what like once or twice a month. Yeah, I'm planning on it depending on the schedule. But like I said, it's really for us just to maintain a level of consistency. That's something we were really missing last time, as well as bringing it to a lot of different platforms. Ryan mentioned the video format on YouTube, but also on TikTok. Um, since we did our last podcast, I've recently launched my own TikTok. So I'll be posting videos not only on the podcast page, but also uh, on my main page so that's another development there yeah uh check out obviously if you're watching this through the youtube channel then you already know around the league youtube um i created a new we created a new tiktok it's the same username as our instagram at around the under at underscore around the league underscore uh instagram same handle um everything all our all our links are on, on our instagram under a link tree uh if you guys want to go check that out follow like subscribe all that good stuff um with that anything else before we get into it that uh you want to add uh, nothing much just make sure you guys were great last time with leaving reviews giving feedback and really just giving us the support that we needed so um we appreciate all the support and we're ready to kick this thing back up yeah for sure it's uh uh, something we're really excited about uh especially the video format because we've been wanting to do that for a while i remember me uh, jake and i did it, uh, a podcast that we never released the video version but we did a video version of it just as a test run back like a year and a half ago and uh now we're back better than ever um so let's get right into it let's get back to what we love um 
I'll start off. Obviously, if you haven't lived under a rock for the past week, uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving both look like they're moving out of Brooklyn. Um, to bring you up to speed, kind of, uh, Kyrie looked like he was going to be out of Brooklyn, looked like he was going to request a trade. He ends up opting into his deal and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to stay. And then all of a sudden news breaks about two hours before free agency starts last Thursday and Kevin Durant wants out. He's requesting a trade. And since then, Phoenix and Miami seem like his top destinations. The Raptors have moved in. I'm just going to kind of open the floor up and just say your thoughts. Cause it's yeah. like, I remember, I remember when, when we were do, right before we ended the podcast, it was in November. And, you know, we, I remember making a comment like, Oh, you know, how many times this season are we going to talk about Kyrie and his antics and all of, you know, the disaster that goes on in Brooklyn six months, seven months later, we return and same shit, different day. Yeah. I think what's interesting about this is if it'll lead up until uh, training camp because we've talked before about there's a handful of guys. Ben Simmons ultimately got moved. Um, James Harden didn't even last. I mean, if you really put it together, a full season basically in Brooklyn um, with the amount of games played, whatever. And then, but then there's other stars like Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, where we've speculated, okay, is this the season? Is this the off season where they'll get traded or something will happen and nothing's happened. Um, but we're dealing with two basically different kinds of players here in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, where the behavior is, I mean, you look at Kevin Durant, he could have stayed with Gold State for all we know. Um, so this is the type of players. And then Kyrie, of course, with the availability, these are the types of players we're dealing with. And I just, don't know when we see a trade. I mean, I think at this point it's kind, we're kind of teetering around the line of it's it's really make or break right now in terms of in terms of a trade happening right now. The, um, the funny thing is, is right before re- recording this podcast because we're we're recording this on a Tuesday, going to put it out on a Wednesday, and I was telling Jake this podcast could just be irrelevant by the time we upload because right when we you know basically done recording trade could happen and because no one knows i mean with the trade this big and especially the two-star players and we'll get into another situation in uh our next segment but it's like who who knows when they're going to get traded and who they you know what do you think is the best package out there right now if you're the if you're the nets and you're sean marks and you put on your gm cap where are you sending him yeah i guess it's tough because I think a lot of different situations it's, it's kind of like you're gutting your roster mm-hmm. or you kind of like take the, I don't know, take the Toronto Raptors, for instance, I did a decent amount of like, you know, watching YouTube videos, stuff like that on, on the Toronto Raptors. If they trade now, that's an interesting scenario because you can either trade Scotty Barnes, which if you're picking between, again, KD's behavior, you have him on contract for the next four years, four years. but he can request to, to be out any time, right? Well, do, so, do you, th- do you think that's... Jerry's the type of guy to take the one-year rental like he did with Kawhi, 
but you really don't know how much time you have with him. Um, so you either take him for however long. It doesn't even have to be four years. It could be less. Or you take five, 10, 15 years with Scotty, however long he makes it. Because you don't know the type of behavior that Scotty presents. You know the type of behavior that KD presents. And Scotty, in terms of being a loyal player, that could be different. So you either have that or you have getting rid of Pascal. But is that team, not only when you're done with that team, you'll have Scotty for the remaining future, but you also have, do you have a team that can win now with just Freddie, Kevin Durant, and a young Scotty Barnes? Those are the questions that you need to be asking yourself if you're the, um, the Toronto Raptors. And then on the Brooklyn Nets side, like you're picking between two scenarios. Do you go with the more proven guy and a quick retool? Or do you go with Scotty Barnes and just break it all up? So that's one yeah. of the scenarios that I can see. But because all the other situations are pretty complicated, DeAndre Aiden with the Phoenix Suns, you probably have to get a third team involved, 14. And then the Heat, I mean, you're either – there's the report that KD wants to play with Kyle Lowry, but you're gutting the whole roster, basically. So yeah, it, it's, you're basically – it's basically, and I mean, we know the free agent market's pretty pretty narrow now. I mean, you can add guys easily with that team, but like you're gutting the whole. Well, you bring up you bring up free agency, and I mean, to me, besides Thursday, everything has paused. I mean, it's like everyone's in a holding pattern. And I saw something yesterday that made sense. We haven't seen something like this since probably 2010 with LeBron, where it's like every free agent and every trade. Because you look at the trade market, guys like John Collins, Harrison Barnes, um, Miles Turner, guys who, you know, I think would have been already traded on day two of free agency, day one. All of a sudden now, no trades are happening because everyone's figuring out, okay, what's the market? Where's Kevin getting moved? What is he getting moved for? How many teams are going to be involved? Because I have a feeling this is going to be not just a a one-on-one trade. This is going to be a multi-team trade four, five, six teams that we will have never, it'll be uh, changing the landscape of the NBA, possibly forever, the way that this trade can go down because we've never seen a star ask out with four years left on his contract. You've seen it with one, you've seen it with, you know, you mentioned Kawhi with the Raptors. He had one year left, even though that was a a buildup of a long time coming because he was injured, but had that one year left, went to Toronto, so on and so forth. We know the story. Four years, you're getting four years of Kevin Durant and probably the last four years of his prime. If I mean, he's 33 years old. You're, that team is all, already going to be, you know, as soon as they get him, they are championship contenders labeled as, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then you throw in the element of Kyrie as well. And it's like, you could really make this trade all one big trade. Um, if you had a look at every situation. I know you just picked the Raptors. What is, if you're Kevin, where, what is the best situation for you right now? Is it the Raptors? Is it the Suns? Is it the Heat? Um, and also, the Nets don't need to send him where he wants to go. They can work with him, but they're trying to get the best package themselves. 
where is the best place for him to land is essentially what you're asking. I would say, I don't know. I, I think everything's leading back to them staying. I'm not sure for how long, if it's until the deadline. Um, I think. So you, th- you think KD and Kyrie stay after all of this? I think, I mean, could it be, I was reading something yesterday was like, could it be buzz that Katie's just trying to give Kyrie's money? That, that is, that's something. Well, it, it, could it, it be? it's funny. It's funny you say that though, because it's like, to me, when Kyrie opted in I, last, what was that last Monday? Now he ended up opting in. And I remember, I don't know who I was talking to a couple people. And I said, Oh, he, this is not over. He's, I think he's still gone. He's going to get traded at some point this off season. And then what is it? Four days, three, four days later, Kevin Durant asked out. And then obviously Kyrie's not safe after that. And now it seems like he's to to me, it's all the um, building, the, the building blocks or the, the path looks like Kevin's going to Phoenix and Kyrie's going to the Lakers. Um, to me, it just looks like Phoenix, because if you look at what James Jones is doing, he's signed a lot of guys to vet minimum, vet minimums, um, just, uh, you know, kind of getting filler on the roster. Uh, they signed Damian Lee to a one-year deal, Josh Okoji, uh, Bismack Miyambo. Um, they're just trying to, I think, fill out a roster because they know a big move is coming. Um, you look at the heat, they haven't made any moves besides, well, the two moves they did make, it indicates that it might look like they're going for a star um, in re-signing Victor Oladipo, which no one thought, and then re-signing Dwayne Denman to a two-year deal, which I know probably across the league was head-scratching, but for Heat, you know, for people who follow the Heat, was really head-scratching. Um, you look at the Raptors, the Raptor, Masai Ujiri is always in with a star. Um, but to think that <laughs> after all of this, they're going to say, okay, we'll play another year in Brooklyn. You, that's insane. It is. I mean, it's definitely on, that, that's insane. It's definitely not a popular take, but I mean, it, it, it's not out of the realm though. Cause we don't know. I mean, with these two guys, you don't know, like. Exactly. I brought up the behavior before, but even if you flip it to Nets management, like why would they rush anything? Why would they, I mean, they, they have the ball in their court. Like, they can take their time because what is this the greatest breakup in modern NBA history? Like you're talking about James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, all on one team. And that gets split up. And mind you, James Harden, what was it? Seven, eight years in Houston. Now he looks like he's going to stay in Philly. The only place was Brooklyn. That seems to be the problem. So there's that issue. And then on the flip side, looking at all the trades, why would you – we just saw what the Jazz got for Rudy Gobert. Why would you not try and leverage that, see if another star asks out? Because there's only a handful of players that are better than KD, right? I mean, you can count them maybe on one, one hand. Right. Um, and that would be, you know, universal. Right. There's only players on one hand, you know, depending on who you talk to. 
but none of those guys are going to ask out. Giannis isn't. Steph isn't. Yeah. LeBron, there's a chance. Right, right now, he's for this season, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I think – why would you not leverage that? You can get – I mean, double, quad, you know, triple, quadruple, whatever that these other stars – yeah. value for so it just makes all the sense in the world to sit back if you're Josiah or Sean Marks and ponder on what you can get for him and ex- explore but you don't have to pull the trigger to me and to kind of wrap this up before we move on it's I, I think it ends up being and I, I think a deal gets done within the next week um I just there's reports from Woj. That's another thing that I think, and, and it kind of ties into our next topic too, because uh, we're going to go into Utah and the whole go there and Donovan Mitchell and what they're doing over there. People need to take into account what these reporters' agendas are. Um, they, Woj is always going to be talking for the teams. I know he's good friends with Sean Marks in Brooklyn. Uh, so anything that comes out of there, that's, the, that's what the Nets are directly saying. Um, you see that he said, oh, you know, they're not really close to a trade with the Lakers, with Kyrie. He said the same thing about James Harden. And then about 24 hours later, he got dealt. Um, you see Shams and Shams kind of speaks for the players. Uh, the players go to him with Kyrie was talking through him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if KD does. You look at Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes has excellent uh, rapport with the players. So you need to look at that with reporting. Um, all that being said, I, I think Kevin ends up in Phoenix. Uh, for what it'll be interesting to see if DeAndre Ayton wants to even help out the Suns and, you know, do a sign and trade. If anything, I, I think it's uh, Michael Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson, and a whole bunch of other assets and picks. I mean, a whole bunch of picks. Um, and I think it's a multi-team trade uh, that also sends Kyrie to the Lakers. Russ goes, I think, uh, ends up in Charlotte or Indiana. Um, I, I just think it's a multi dimension deal that, like I said, we'll never have seen. But it, before we move on, Suns and Lakers, also, are you, you sticking to this? Uh, they're staying in Brooklyn. Are they, yeah, opening gonna, night, opening night. I'm going to stick to it. Um, but I do agree. I think what you said before about Katie to Phoenix and Kyrie to LA, if they don't stay in Brooklyn, I think that's the next. Uh, because I think that's their best chance to win and for management I think it just makes all the sense in the world so you're, you're insane let's move on <laughs> you're insane that's not it's not that insane. I mean, we don't know what um, guys. You're hey, let's, let's let's ask this real quick because it does transition DeAndre Aiden could he end up in Utah it's a great question, um, and and it's a perfect it transition moved, because moved not, not only that. Well, go, go ahead, go ahead, finish. finish. Well, I'm just saying I, they moved Gobert uh, in a massive deal. It's on four first, Walker Kessler, uh, the draft pick from this year, Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. I think that was a complete trade if I'm not mistaken. Yeah to Utah in exchange for Rudy Gobert. Um, um, they do have, the, like I said, they do have that draft pick that just went over there, Walker Kessler. 
So there is his development, but obviously you take a guy like DeAndre. Yeah, and and a a rumor of a deal that we didn't even talk about with Brooklyn that ties in with Utah is sending Donovan Mitchell somehow to Brooklyn. Um, DeAndre Ayton comes, I think, to the Jazz. I mean, it's a, a that's a whole another deal that we didn't even talk about. DeAndre Ayton to the Jazz. It here's the thing that we another thing that I don't think many people are thinking about. Are the Jazz going to tank for Victor Waman? How do you say his last name? Wembanyama. Yeah. I, I have trouble pronouncing his last name because um, we see the Spurs. I think the Spurs are, you know, they're, they're first in line. They traded DeJounte Murray, which we haven't even talked about. Um, it looks like pop, you know, is going to finish how he started. He got Tim Duncan to start going to end with, you know, same type of player and, and Victor um, who's a generational talent. I, to me, if I'm, you know, I, I think DeAndre Ayton ends up in Indiana somehow. I think Miles Turner gets moved. Um, but then again, we're talking about all these moves. It all depends on Kevin Durant. Where does Kevin Durant go? Does he go to Miami? And then, you know, kind of leaves, you know, DeAndre Ayton can still kind of be a part of the deal, but I don't think he is because um, it kind of leaves out the Suns. Does he go to Phoenix and he goes to Brooklyn? I mean, it, I, I don't know. The thing is also is, is Donovan Mitchell going to ask out? I mean, right, right now the report is that they want to build a, a, around Donovan Mitchell. Um, they traded away his best friend. They cut his other friend. They traded away Ruby, Rudy Gobert, which I know they reports they didn't get along. Um, it looks like they're stripping it down there in Utah. They, the whole Brian Windhorse the other day, right before Rudy Gobert gets traded, you know, what's going on in Utah? Um, they hire a very young new coach. Danny Ames did this previously in Boston. He gives a young coach a five, six year deal. Basically, you know, Hey, we know we're going to lose the first couple of years. We're giving you time. If you're Donovan Mitchell, you saying, Hey, send me to New York, send me to Miami. And shout out Brian Winhorse, by the way, that was a fantastic, that was fantastic TV. I mean, as a Heat fan, selfishly, you want him out of Utah. But I'm laughing over the fact that when I saw the news of Gobert to Minnesota, Pat Bev got moved to Utah. <laughs> and that's the one guy where he brings the winning attitude. <laughs> he is not going to be winning in Utah. Um, is he, though? C- could they – I mean – you think about it, they have assets now to go get. We mentioned a whole bunch of guys on the trade market. They can go sign DeAndre Ayton in a sign and trade. They can go get John Collins. They can go get Miles Turner. I mean, they can go get a big right now, pair him with Donovan Mitchell and try to, you know, figure out the rest. But to me, there's what, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams better than them in the West? At the, you know, if they were to go do that, they're not a championship contender. But the thing is, you need a big, right? Like, how many bigs are better than Rudy Gobert? That guy's... Defensively, yes. I, I'm not a big fan of Rudy. I, I think I, I think he's a little overrated, in my opinion. I think the trade really blew up the market and has prolonged Kevin, Kevin and Kyrie's uh, trade because now all of a sudden Brooklyn looks at it like, oh, wow, Rudy got five first-round picks, basically. KD's yeah. worth, what, 10? I mean, I'm being, you know... 
just uh, not realistic, but it's like, uh, listen, if, I, if I'm Donovan, I'm, I'm saying, hey, you know, let, you know, I'm not resigning with you guys. Just get the highest value probably for me is right now. Let, let's get on with, you know, life. And you guys can go, you know, try to tank, do whatever you guys need to do, and let's move on. I say that's the smartest thing because they're in a really weird position in the sense that the Gobert move will really see his impact defensively and put all the claims to test this season um, and how he can elevate the Timberwolves. And, again, the, the fit with Cat is a little – questionable there's some things that make sense other things that don't but we'll really see the type of defensive anchor he is because Minnesota was already a decent um, defensive team last season now you add um, you know one of the best uh, rim protectors in the league and you got something so we got to see if that can really elevate them and then the other move that doesn't make sense in terms of the direction you're going in is trading Royce O'Neal, who's also a player that um, was able to bring them to the status that they were, you know, every single season. And now you trade him away for first. So that signals that you're trying to rebuild, but then you go and get a guy like Pat Bev, which you can flip. You can flip. I'm not saying you can't. Um, but, you know, you saw Mike Conley on the, roster, on the roster. You have to figure him out. Um, you have to see if Malik Beasley is a long-term guy as well. He's still super young, I think like 25 years old. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you have a lot of stuff to figure out, but you got you to gotta pick a direction because there's a lot of pieces there that – Well, what direction are you picking? Uh, they need to rebuild. Yeah. They need to pull I, out. I, I think – to me, I, I think it's all smokescreen. Um, they're saying, you know, we, the keyword, the other night I was listening to Twitter spaces, uh, with Utah jazz beat reporters, they had, they called it an emergency spaces. It was well on Saturday night, um, their time, it was like seven, eight o'clock, but you know, East, East coast time, it was like 10, 11 o'clock. They were doing the spaces. And to me, it sounds like they don't even know what the jazz are doing. The jazz don't know what they're doing, but at the same time, something they pointed out was when the Woj reported that, you know, they plan, and that's the key word there, they plan to build around Donovan Mitchell. That's their plan. It's not, they didn't come out and say, that's what we're doing. Um, I think the phones are open for them. Uh, I know that a report was out there that 10, 11 teams have already called the Jazz on Donovan Mitchell. Um, it, to me, get, get the most you can. I know another factor that people don't think about is the All-Star game is in Utah this year. They probably want to have a representative of their own. Um, could that mean they hold out till the trade deadline? Very possible. They could, you know, say to Donovan, hey, ride it out for half the year with us and we'll get you moved by the trade deadline um, because you know there's going to be suitors at the trade deadline. Uh, again, though, I'm going to keep coming back to it. It's a holding pattern until Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, especially Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, I think will be, um, stuff will happen before he gets traded possibly, but until Kevin Durant gets moved, we don't know. I mean, cause you, you think about a deal where all of a sudden Donald Mitchell goes to Brooklyn and this and that, I mean, like all these moves get made, that'd be insane. Um, I think I, right now 
the Knicks and, and Heat are probably odds on favorite to get him. Mostly the Heat, just because of, you know, it seems like it's inevitable that he goes there. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely going to be, um, it'll be an interesting summer for Utah coming up because to me, there's, I mean, that team right now, I don't, you also need to look, Jordan Clarkson can get moved for first. Uh, they're trying to get rid of Mike Conley. Um, what does he go for? I don't know. Cause of his contract uh, you have done. I mean, you could really just kind of go Oklahoma city and get all the draft picks in the world, but do a quick, you know, retool get your top pick next year and try to trade for, uh, you know, uh, you know, a pretty good player. Yeah. I mean, we've seen since the playing era, especially the amount of teams that are willing to compete for a playoff spot. And I think with Utah, you ask yourself the question, if Donovan Mitchell is your best player, where is that getting you in the playoffs? And it hasn't, gotten them too far past the first, second round. So um, I do think that they need to pick a clear direction, go with it, because, again, you're just not going to be able to replace a guy like Rudy Gobert. It doesn't happen overnight, and I don't think there's a guy out there that can really replicate what he does. I mean, it's historic, the stuff that he does. You know, there's – Playoff, there's playoff flaws in it, but I mean it's 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 well, a guy that you need. Like he does something but, extremely well, and, that, and that's playing. Let, let's. I, I want to talk before we transition. Let uh, staying on that go bear. To me, he's not worth what he gets paid. I think he's overrated. Um, he can get played off the floor in the playoffs uh, easily. I think. Um, it it's he's not what he's built up to be i think regular season yeah he you know he's a great rim protector so on and so forth he doesn't provide much on the offensive end um and you know you put him in the pick and roll me i'm taking overall as a center i'm taking his new teammate cat over him i'm taking bam over him um taking ad over him uh who else is there out there that I'm, I'm taking a few guys over him just because, oh, you know, come playoff time, you can play him right out, of, right out of the game. And now, I mean, it'll, it'll true. I mean, I, I want to see, you know, certain teams are going to go in there to Minnesota and just, I mean, pick and roll every play, run him and cat into the pick and roll. And I mean, there's no, uh, how are they going to defend that? I have no idea because they traded away some of their best perimeter defense defenders as well. Well, if the Clippers go into Minnesota for the playing game with Gobert out there, I mean, we both might know how that ends up. To, to me, I, I think credit to Minnesota, first of all, because they're going all in. Um, they have Anthony Edwards. They have Kat. Um, now they have Gobert. Uh, they have D'Angelo Russell. Could he get moved as well? I don't know. To me, though, I, I mean, you, you, I don't think it will work with Gobert um, just because in terms of what they – I mean, for me, Minnesota now, their, their goal has to be to win a championship. And otherwise, and what, what did they do? They traded away. 
this could be a Nets uh, Celtics type deal where in three, four years, Gobert's not there anymore. Cat might, you know, who knows? And Minnesota's having, you know, top five picks and, and uh, the Jazz are getting all their picks. Tell me I'm not, uh, tell me I'm not crazy. Or tell me I am crazy. Well, with Minnesota just failing? With yeah, this one? I, I think that, I think this could be when Paul Pierce, Kevin uh, Garnett, Jason Terry got traded to the to the Nets, and the Nets gave up all those picks, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, they'll be good for at least a little bit." Um, different situations because I think they thought that that those Nets teams would win championships. Versus now, um, I don't think anyone's going to pick Minnesota to win the championship, but they'll be a they'll be a playoff team. But I think come two three years from now, I think everything you know doesn't pan out the way uh, people think it will. Yeah, the thing with Minnesota, I guess this is turning into the Timberwolves discussion <laughs> quick, but the thing is, is that in these deals, you look at it and go, okay, you're adding a guy like Rudy Gobert, but you're not adding like a KD, you're not adding like a, a Kyrie, whoever, right? Like a, like a game, like a true – Rudy Gobert is a game changer defensively. In the interior, we all know that. But That's my point. It- offensively, there's you know some struggles for sure. Um, but my point is, is that if you're not adding someone offensively or two way guy to truly change the game, now we're looking at Anthony Edwards in what year three, year four, so young, and he has to be a, a main piece to a title team. Like, is he ready for that? Is Cat ready for that? I mean, we saw Jaw this year. You know, Memphis was as close as you get. I mean, they lost They lost in the second round, I know, but, I mean, they were – they lost to the eventual champs. I mean, you saw Jaw take that step. Uh, it's – to me, it's Cat and Gobert. I'm not worried about Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony Edwards is big time. Uh, he, he's – when the lights shine brightest, he's going to show up. To me, Cat, you don't know what he, you're going to get from him. And then Gobert, you can play him right off the floor. But, I mean, simple as that. And then uh, D'Angelo Russell, I think he's just a nice basketball player. Um, maybe he is that fourth or fifth option on a championship team. Like, a nice basketball no? player. Just, just like super polite. Huh? Nice guy. Nice basketball player. Yeah, I, I mean, I – yeah, I, I just, you know, I, he, the teams when he was in Brooklyn were fun. That one year he was there and, you know, they made the eight seed and they just, I mean, I just, I, I'm not trying to shit on, on Minnesota. I truly am not, but it's like, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I think it's just a little premature to kind of, give these teams, especially if you're going to give them that next guy, you have to be sure, like the Raptors, for instance, you have to be sure that Scotty Barnes, and that's a two-way guy right there, but he's super young still. So you have to be willing to know that, like, are we going to push the timeline? I mean, you have to, you have to try and maximize the chances to win a title. 
And every every team knows that if you have it, take it. But, you know, is Minnesota a title team? You don't have to be. I mean, they, they you know, from missing the playoffs uh, since, what, Jimmy Butler was there uh, to making it last year, they, they're definitely the right – taking the right steps, firing their coach, getting a much better one. Uh, and Are they a top four team in the West? The culture there? No. Uh, point proven. Okay. There's, the answer, there, there's the answer for you, but my point is progression. I think they've done a good job. But when you give up five first-round picks, I mean, you're, you're, you're happy with just, you know, a first or second-round exit and just kind of being there? That's no, I mean, I think, it was, I think it was a, a crazy return that, that Utah got. I'm not saying that. Um, but and, and to kind of put, put a wrap okay. on everything before we move on to our last segment, you think Mitchell gets moved before opening night and Minnesota, what do they do next season? I think Donovan Mitchell – they don't. They don't look like they're going to trade him. To be honest, I mean, damn, you you just everyone just, that's, ever, everyone's on that that all these big stars that everyone's thinking dude, everyone's get staring at you, you you think Kevin Durant's going to stay, Kyrie's going to stay, Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a boring off season. They're they're, they're staring up. at each other right now, at the, in the same room with their GMs, <laughs> having a a very boring time in there in, in that room. Um, no, I, I don't, I mean, as a fan, I'll, I'll hate that. I, I'll hate that. If, if Kevin Durant doesn't get moved, Kyrie doesn't get moved and Donovan Mitchell and all these teams are sitting here, like, you know, we're waiting for these guys to get moved and they just don't get moved. Oh man. Cause free agency is boring right now. I agree, but I'm a man of low expectations. And <laughs> again, it's, it's, it's all about leveraging. It's, it's what, what star is going to get moved first. And we're just going to climb the ranks of draft picks, I guess, and young players. So I'm going to stay on my train. I think Donovan gets moved. I think it's not until later in the offseason, potentially August, mid-August. Um, again, waiting for Kevin and Kyrie to get traded, and then I think he'll, you know, all attention will go to him, and that's when you'll start seeing reports. Because something else that I saw people are not talking about, Woj, when Quinn Snyder got fired, by the way, or he resigned, it was, oh, Donovan Mitchell is disgruntled by this thing and then just never followed up on the report. It was like, okay, that's it. Let's forget about this. And all of a sudden, Donovan Mitchell's happy again. I don't think so. I think something's there. Um, Minnesota, I think they're a nice team. They'll be a fun team to watch just to see how the fit is. They're a first-round exit, uh, maybe second. Listen, I know we're creating the TikTok. This moment right here, we can, you can post it. Uh, if Minnesota ends up getting deep, a deep playoff run or, or they're a top seed, they're not going to be a top four seed in, in the West and they're not making it past the first round. Stamp it. I don't know what the timestamp is, but stamp it. And uh, let's keep going. I know you want to introduce the next uh, segment. Yeah, so we have a uh, good old who he played for. Well, first, before we get into the game, Ryan and I were discussing – I'm not sure if we're totally going to go with it, but we want to try and add a fun game at the end of each episode. Not only does it entertain you guys and make sure that you guys stay for, we hope, the whole entire episode, 
but also it just kind of spices things up and makes it a lot more fun. And we're able to kind of take these clips and run with them and do whatever we can. We can be as creative as we can with them. So just sort of either who he played for, guess who type of game, whatever it may be, we kind of have, we can kind of freestyle it however we want. So without further ado, if you have any comments on that. No, go, go for it. Without further ado, who you play for. I free guess agency we'll edition. Free agency edition. We'll go back and forth. He can give me a player, and I'll give him a player first. We'll start with Troy Brown Jr. Oh, wow. Um, can we get, like, one, one hint? Western Conference team, not in the playoffs last year. Okay, you gave me two hints. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Troy Brown Jr., wow. Um, Oklahoma City? No? No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give it one more guess, and then we'll move on. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, Houston Rockets? No. What was it? Lakers. He signed with the Lakers, huh? I forgot. Lakers are going young this offseason. Last offseason, they signed all them old guys in the retirement home this offseason. All the guys that, you know, young and fresh, and they still won't do anything. Um, <laughs> who he played for? Raul Nato. Um, damn, did he sign with another team? To be he's honest, still- I don't even remember his previous team. I just know his current team. Like, if he could have re-signed with the same team, I don't know what he was on last year. I just know who he signed with. So. Tell me if okay. you want a hint. I'll, I'll give you the hint. Don't cheat either. I'm not, I'm not cheating. I'm, I'm on a – I was just uh-huh. double yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. okay. Look at no, this. I was, we're, we're, I was go 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 go. Um, uh, Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference. He didn't resign, resign with the Wizards, did he? I gave you the one hint. So that's my guess. No, it's not not the Wizards. Get one more guess. Damn, I I usually am pretty good with free agency. Um, they're going to be a fun – they were a fun team this past year. They'll be a fun team again uh, this year. They can make a couple moves. Um, kind of, to me, it was a surprising uh, deal just because they signed another point guard as well. That uh, So I'm guessing Raul Nato is just kind of like filler there. Uh, I have a lot of young, good guards. I want to say – In the East. Uh, one of them might get moved. Is this the Cavs? Yeah. Boom. I didn't know that though, so that's a good one. Um, yeah, one year deal. I think I think on the minimum he signed. But all right, next player. Let's go with. I'll give you a hard one. Nah, I don't want to. Let's go Goran Dragic. Oh, that's easy. Uh, go uh, go go sign with the Bulls. It was a surprising deal too. That real quick. That that was. I mean. I don't know what Mark Cuban's doing, but why he didn't hasn't signed Goran Dragic or Luca. I mean, it seems like it's been 
a couple years ago with the Jimmy uh, sign and trade, it looked like he was going there. They declined that gets traded from Miami to Toronto. It looks like he's going to go then to Dallas and do that. Now again, looks like he's, I mean, I, I thought it was a foregone conclusion and he ends up in uh, Chicago somehow weird deal. I think Lucevic kind of recruited him there. Uh, good for that team though. Get some uh, veteran leadership there. It, they have, but you know, get some more experience on that team. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's go Davion Reed. Davion Reed. Yeah. Are you wait? That's not his name. I don't think is it. Yeah. Former University of Miami. I'm like uh, Davon Reed. Yeah. I don't think it's Davion. It, it's all right. It's difference of like a letter. Um. I feel like I know this. Um, Come on, I know, I know you're a big Canes Canes guy. You got to know your former Canes players where they are in the no, league. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You got to know. know. You got to know. I, to be honest with you, I haven't. Oh wow, hold on. I just got an update that T.J. Warren's going to the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, there you go. Why breaking on the pod? T.J. Warren to the Brooklyn Nets. Interesting. Brooklyn makes a move, but not the move that uh we wanted to see. Okay, you can't uh, come on. So back to Davon Reed. Let me stop stalling. Um, actually, it's not the Nuggets. He was on the Nuggets. I'm gonna be annoyed at myself. You got five, four, three, so, two. I don't think the Suns got him, but we'll go. Go on. Go on. Final answer. Here we go. The Suns. Nah. Is it Western Conference? Yeah, it's Western Conference. You, you already mentioned them, but. Is it okay. the Nuggets? Yeah, it is. Oh, so you re-signed. You yeah, he re-signed on a two-year deal. Wow. According to the, to the Athletic. Obviously, none of these deals are official yet. Um, but, yeah, he re-signed. Do uh, you want to go one more round or? Yeah, we can go one more. Um, let's go one more round. Let's go. He was good for the Clippers. Underrated signing. Isaiah Hartenstein. Isaiah Hart. Oh, I know this. He signed like a two-year deal now somewhere. Two, three-year deal. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein. Where did he go? Eastern Conference team? Yep. Uh you go to Washington? No. No. Eastern Conference team, Isaiah Hartenstein. He went to Indiana. No. No. Where did he go? Where? New York. What? New York. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that, that's another. They probably overpaid him. and Good for him, though. Real quick, I, before we end, Jalen Brunson. Uh, I love Jalen Brunson. I thought he had nice playoffs. Uh, Nick. Mark my words. Here's another prediction. I'm, I'm full of predictions today. Mid-season, Nick, first, after the first month of the season, Nick fans will want him traded and, and banned from New York. 100, $110 million, $105 million, whatever it was for the oh – and also tampering. 
I saw right before we came on the podcast. I think that that's going to NBA is going to crack down on the Knicks for that. Like they did the heat and bulls last year. I know his father now works for them. His agent's son more, you know, his former agent is the general manager. I mean, crazy. Uh, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Seeing that the point guards of the Knicks have had over the years, I'm, I'm not sure if they'll get mad at him or not. Uh, come on. It's New York. I'm telling you by game, by game three, it'll, He'll put up, you know, like a, a seven point game and they'll be, you know, they're gonna they're gonna mirror him next to Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Um <laughs> no, as, as one of the greatest point guards in, in yeah, history. Nick's Nick's history. Don't don't disrespect Walt Fraser and uh I'm saying recent history. I haven't done anything. I guess recent, yeah. Uh anyway. Um I'll basically do it for first episode back. Well, you forgot one more. Oh, you're right. I did. I do have another one also. Um, Luke Cornett. Why are you doing this to me? Uh, you said you're good at this. No, game. I feel like I do. No, I feel like I do know this one. Because I think he's not on Boston. I know for a fact he isn't. Um, it's an Eastern Conference team. So it's the Boston Celtics. Yes. You You're giving me a bunch of, like, guys that are already on their team. I, I guess it doesn't go out of the uh, constraints nah. of the game, but, I mean, I, it was supposed to be free agency as in, like, you know. Still, you still, I mean, you still couldn't yeah, get it. have so. the re-signings and stuff like that, but, geez, man. All right, well, did stun me and give me a bunch of bums while you are at it, so. All respect to those guys, NBA players. Um, anyway. That'll basically do it. Uh, first episode back. Uh, we kind of already shouted out where you can find us on social media, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all the same handle at underscore round the league underscore. Uh, YouTube now. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. I feel like you know I'm an official YouTuber now with uh, having to say that. Uh, what else? Anything else before we uh, head on out of here? I know you probably uh, next episode, Chris or Brandon will be on. I know you will probably won't be on. Also, real quick, uh, I do have some guests lined up um, over the next few weeks that we're going to get on. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and this week, we wanted to get a podcast out. So it's midweek. We're going to go uh, back to Saturday, a release date like we uh, did back um, and we before we stopped on break. Um, so that will be that. And uh, yeah, that will basically it. Any last words? No, nah, not much. Uh, I would just say, again, we appreciate everyone that's still stuck around, even when we haven't recorded for so many months. And we're definitely excited to get this show back on the road with uh, a rotating panel of co-hosts and, uh, even if Ryan's out, I'll be sure to come in and take the, the role of the main host. Um, but yeah, just really bringing back uh, around the league and and uh, you know, talking hoops, which is what Ryan and I have a passion for and everyone that's going to come on the pod has a passion for. So we appreciate everyone's support. Uh, be sure to check us out, all streaming uh, platforms. Show some love, give us some feedback, what you like, what you don't like, and, and we'll be sure to improve on that. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Peace. Peace.